All right, good evening, Grace Point. Welcome back to Thursday nights. We're going through the Gospel of Matthew. We have reached chapter 10. At this rate, by September, we'll be done, right? So it's awesome. We've been learning a lot, and we're pressing in. And I pray, Father, just keep opening our hearts and minds to the Gospel, Lord. Let us see it for what it really is. Lord, let our faith be released in the Son of God, the Son of David, the Son of Man, Jesus Lord, open our hearts and minds to truth. God, I don't just want to be talking about this stuff, Lord. We want to be living it. We want to be learning it. We want to be loving you, loving people, God, and just fill with the Spirit, God. Help us to see like you see. It's not a show. It's not a show-off. It's not a knowledge game. We're not showing off knowledge. We're not, God, it's all about Jesus and what you want to do. Jesus, your Lord. Be Lord in church. Be Lord of Grace Point. Be Lord of our lives. Bring healing. Even tonight, Lord, bring healing to your people. There's someone out there, Lord, that's struggling with sickness tonight. God, just bring healing to them. You know, maybe a larynx, Lord, a larynx or something, God, in their throat. Just bring healing, God, to their throat. In Jesus' name, I release that miracle. Healing in the throat, in Jesus' name, Father. Other people are struggling with depression. Oh, we're not just talking about the kingdom. We want to release your healing power. Lord, I take dominion over the spirit of depression and drive it out. Lord, I pray that that person will get up and get out in the sunshine, get out in life. God, shake off that depression in Jesus' name. I pray for faith to be released in their heart and life, their faith in you, Lord. Just bind that spirit of depression, command it out in Jesus' name. Lord, bring your miracle power to your people. It's not just intellectual. It's not just a teaching, Lord. It's truth. Help us to see it and to walk in it, Lord. Open our hearts, open our spirits, open our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, we're going to move on in chapter 10. And this is really cool. It's kind of a turning point. Jesus has been demonstrating the kingdom, and he's getting ready to send out his disciples. And again, as I taught a few weeks back, this is what Jesus is doing. He knows that he's going to leave this earth physically, and this mission's going to go on, and it's going to go on through these people he trained. And just like Jesus trained his disciples, we have the exact same mission as Christians. We need to be preaching the gospel just like Jesus, demonstrating the gospel like Jesus, but we need to be training up others like Jesus was and sending them out, empowering them. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 2 says, you, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Same mission. The things you heard from me, Timothy, commit to faithful men that they'll teach others also. That's what Jesus was doing. He was committing the gospel uh, to the apostles. In fact, that's even what Jude said. He says, uh, we, the gospel we received. We received a gospel, okay? And then they were committing it to other people and then down through the ages, the gospel has come to us. And now Jesus is committing this gospel, okay, to his 12 followers. Let's read about that. When he had called the 12 disciples to him, 
What did he do? He gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out. One translation says power to cast them out. And to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now, the name of the twelve apostles are this. From first Simon, called Peter, Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, and Lebanus, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, also called the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. So Jesus now has his team. He's uh, going out traveling. He's an itinerant preacher, an evangelist, uh, an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, and he's a pastor, a shepherd, <coughs> and he's out, <coughs> excuse me, preaching the gospel. <coughs> Let me get a drink here. But what does he do? He gives them the authority and the power to cast out spirits and also to heal diseases. Doesn't he? <clears throat> Again, it's part and parcel of the kingdom of God. Jesus is doing it. Now he's training his disciples to do it. Paul was doing it. He was training his disciples to do it. And on and on it goes. A part of this kingdom message, a part of the gospel, is the healing of sickness and casting out and out uh, demons. And here Jesus is investing in this. And they're going to go out, and they're going to have great success, and they're also going to have some failure, okay? The only one that ever did this thing 100% perfect was Jesus. You know, John 14, 12 says, Jesus says, if you follow me, the works that I do, if you believe in me, you're going to do those also, and greater works than I'm doing, you're going to do, right? But no one did it perfectly like Jesus. No one had the spirit without measure like Jesus did. I mean, he contained the fullness of God. And we're all members of that body, and we all have different gifts and different functions in the body. But we all have this potential and commissioning from God. As a body, we should be seeing the works and wonders of Jesus in our midst. And, and you know, those gifts and callings are sprinkled throughout. The pastor doesn't have everything. Sometimes people in the congregation will have certain gifts, maybe a gift of healing, an operation of miracles, word of faith. A lot of times your pastor will operate in many of them because he has to teach them. But those gifts are also sprinkled throughout the body. We should always be as leaders and as teachers always looking for other people that are operating in the gifts and the authority and the power of God and training them and helping them and then releasing them. Now, they should be released in the church. Some people are afraid to release them in church services. Church, to me, number one, Jesus loves the church. Number two, when the Spirit is present, He wants to move because He loves His people and He wants to move in the church. He wants to move in the assembly. But if all we do is just operate among each other and allow the gifts, and it's good to do that. We should do it because Jesus wants to do it when his presence is here. But his heart and desire is to send them out. He already said that the harvest fields were ripe and he was praying for people to go into the harvest. And now he's actually commissioning the 12. He's been training them. Now he's commissioning them to what? To minister among each other, 
to empower each other, to give each other words, to heal each other. No, he's commissioning them to go out into the harvest fields. Again, I completely believe the church is the temple of God, the pillar and ground of truth, that the Spirit wants to come and the gifts will be activated and we can use our gifts to serve one. The Bible talks about serving one another with our gifts. That's good, but that's not the only thing. I'm not going to compare the two, saying one's more important, one's less important. They're both necessary, but definitely the Lord wants us to take what we're learning here in the building, and He wants us to bring it out there. At whatever level we're at, whatever level we're at in the kingdom, He wants to empower us to take it out there. Whatever gifts you have, He wants us to take it out there. Our gifts are for us to serve one another, and our gifts are for us to go out there into the world and pronounce the kingdom of God. And that's exactly what he did, and that's exactly what the apostles did. In fact, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but in chapter 28, that's what he tells them again. I've taught you, now you go teach other people, and just, just like Paul did. So uh, he, he calls the 12, he's going to hang out with them. He also later calls 70 other people, he's going to teach them to go out too. Jesus was all about equipping, empowering others, and sending others out. We can't be afraid to commission other people to do the gospel. We can't be afraid to send people out. You can't be afraid out there in the pew. Your purpose is not just to come in here and get fed. Your purpose is to come in here and get fed and take what you learn out into your family, out into your friends, out into your world, Okay, the pastor and the fivefold ministry gift is here to equip you. Let me read that, and we're just going to stop there for today. Let me read that over in the book of Ephesians. Flip with me, if you would, to Ephesians uh, chapter 4. Um, I believe it's in chapter 4. Yeah, he says, uh, boy, he says, um, <clears throat> but to each one, this is verse 7, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high and led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended. What does this mean? But he first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith, unto the knowledge of the Son of God, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, and the cunning craftiness and deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, grow up into him in all things who is the head. So that's the church. He's given us apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists to equip the body, okay, so they can do the work of ministry. And that is in the house. And it's also out there. Jesus sent them out. This is a great place to practice. It's a great place to learn, to use your gift, but equally, we're to go out and use our gifts. Okay, we'll end right there today. We'll pick up right there next week.